Ultra. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one terrifying tree at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 206. My gosh, 206, uh, which starts with the uh riders of rohan and gandalf and you know our assembled heroes i guess uh watching the last of the urukai uh run into the forest um and ends with gimli looking at legolas after legolas has shot the corpse that gimli is sitting on yep <laughs> just uh just right between his legs i've never me. noticed that before but i'm just like ow that would have been horrible Straight up terrible. <laughs> so, at, right at the beginning of this minute, pretty much right at the beginning of this minute, we get this wonderful, horrified reaction shot of Legolas. <laughs> well, it's like 20 seconds in, really. Yeah, but it's, Legolas because, like, is the, so horrified. The, the Urukai run into the woods. They're like, ha-ha, cover. And Gandalf's just like, were those there? Those were not there. And... You can see that, like, that searching look on his face, like, uh, am I high right now? What and else I... have I forgotten? Right? <laughs> and then, like, in the previous minute, Amr was just like, keep away from the trees, because he's like, hasn't slept in five days. But... And those definitely do not belong there. <laughs> there were not trees here yesterday. <laughs> but... And then, and then, as soon I love that the trees wait. They're, Until they're, all they're the orcs so are clever. Inside. That's so scary. Like, not only are they alive and able to move and like kill, like killing machines, they can scheme. They scheme to do so. What the hell? And Legolas, poor Legolas, 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 <laughs> poor Legolas, just abject horror. Can the trees in my home do this if they want to? Right, yeah, he's from Mirkwood. Like, so, oh no. Well, I mean, he talked about how the elves began it, so he's just like, oh god, did we do this? Is this our fault? Is this straight up murder? Like, battle is one thing, but like, these orcs are retreating. Is this a war crime? Are they it's... witnessing a war crime? <laughs> I think they might be. That's probably why he's just like, oh my god. Just tantamount to genocide. Oh, my Iluvatar. <laughs> right? Oh, Eru. <laughs> so, like, this is... Yeah, this is hardcore. This is... Treebeard was not messing around. This is some Wizard of Oz stuff. Yeah, th th this is just Treebeard being like, Hey, hey, all you trees that are alive and can move in here, go kill orcs. I don't care how you do it. Ugh. You just... You go have some fun. That's scary. That's like Old Man Willow times however many trees are Yeah, old man, old man Willow is almost certainly there. But <laughs> but Treebeard told him to go to sleep. Yeah, and then he just woke up all the trees in the forest. True. I think old, old Man Willow is there somewhere. 
Just reveling in his blood. Just reveling in, in the the rain of gore created by... These trees are moving so much. Yes. Just back and forth. Also, like... I'm just imagining imagining some of them playing pass with a corpse. Oh my god, like hacky sack? Yes. <laughs> just batting orcs around. So apparently they had originally planned to build animatronics and use like CG and practical effects to actually film some of this. No, it's scarier not knowing what happens. And ultimately they decided that to film some of it, they probably wouldn't get the PG-13 rating. Yeah. Of just trees ripping apart dummies. It's more horrifying to not know what's going on in there. The screams are so visceral. Well, I always thought that, like, that's the trees that are making that noise. Oh, no, there's, no, I think those are orc screams, some oh, of those. Like the like the weird elephant noise? Maybe, no, not that, but, like, there's screechy screams. Ugh. And that's, those are orcs dying. Yeah. Those are orcs being pulled in half by tree roots. Yeah. And then thrown around the canopy. I have much less um, um, sympathy for these orcs than I did the ones in Isengard, which... I realized they're just standing around doing their job. Um, after we had recorded that, I was just laying in bed and thinking about Lord of the Rings as I do, I guess. Um, and then I just turned to look at Norman, and I was just like, "Why are there orcs working during the day in Isengard? Because Saruman like specifically engineered the Urukai to be able to run, like to be." Like the 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 perfect specimen. Like they can run without getting um, hurt by the sun and all this stuff. In uh, in the commentary, Peter Jackson touches on that briefly. Okay. He talks about that being the reason why so many of the orcs have tumors and lost hair and crooked teeth. So okay, because the sun is slowly killing them. So not only. Did these orcs die in a horrible, horrible fashion? Saruman was, like, poisoning them and giving them cancer? Yes. Okay. By forcing them to work in the sun. Huh. Okay. Like, so, like, the design team made the orcs that were working in the sun look grosser than the orcs that don't. That's sad. Yeah. It is. Because, like, I think you had started quoting like give them a moment for pity's sake and you're just like oh no I, like we can't we can't stop there's orcs and i'm just like but the orcs got repelled by the sun wait a minute why are there orcs in the sun when the ents are marching on isengard in the morning <laughs> they're saruman's making there's a them lot work in the though sun. there's a lot yep saruman is forcing them to work do they have sunscreen on no they don't even have, like, floppy hats. No, no big straw hats for these orcs. Oh, my gosh. It's a terrible, terrible task. You have to That's protect Saruman. your workers, Saruman. He's literally making more that can deal with this as time goes on. Yeah, but he sent all of them away. There's no Urukai here left. Otherwise, I feel like they would have put up a fight. More of a fight. Yeah, maybe. But then again, I mean, look at what the trees are doing. Because they're all much shorter. Like... You can tell an orc from an urukai. Yeah, the urukai are bigger than most men. Yeah. So, those all look like orcs to me. Yeah, they're pretty much all orcs. There might be a handful of urukai, maybe guarding the urukai birthing pits. I don't I don't really think that 
Because he had to empty the, the, what would you call that? The Warrens. Like goblin spawning yeah. ground? Is Warrens, that, Warrens is a good term. Okay. A Warren is like. Isn't that a magic card? Empty the Warrens? Yes. Yes, it is. But a Warren is a good, like, a Warren is a good word for, like, a crowded subterranean space mm. that people are, like, occupy. Why did I know that? I'm hanging out with you too much. God, it's like we're married or something. <laughs> it's like I live with you. So. I just feel worse about those orcs. Hey, man. I mean, they were going to die anyway, I guess. Yeah. Dude, if 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 Saruman, if this hadn't happened, would his orcs have rebelled? Oh, uh, maybe. Would they have risen to to the orcs to fight Mordor, their oppressors? And I don't know. The orcs in Mordor presumably don't quite have this problem because there's a volcano constantly blocking right. out the sun. Mordor is is shrouded in shadow. And shrouded in shadow and, and ash, and the very yeah. air is a poison. <laughs> the air, the very air you breathe. It's a poisonous fume. Thanks, Boromir. You're real, real pal. I mean, he's not even here. We've quoted him twice in this minute. So. <laughs> Boromir is just so eminently quotable, <laughs> and that's just the that's just the truth of it. Then we go from this this horrifying tree murder. <laughs> Fell trees awake. <laughs> And we get to a reused shot of Eowyn with a terrible wig. Yeah, back to the back to the original wig. Even though it's not the first wig we see her in, it's her original wig with her like putting her hands on Aragorn's face. That's just a re- that's a reused shot from when Aragorn came back from his presumed death. Is that like it's it's just straight up they just reused the shot? It might. I think it's a different angle of one of those shots. That's so funny. But that's just because originally, when they put the movie together, they didn't have a shot of Eowyn outside the glittering caves at the end of the movie. Mm. And they're like, oh, I guess we should do that. Yeah, because to me, after their conversation, um, I don't feel like Eowyn would react in this way. Maybe if she was like, because, I don't know, everyone was panicking in the caves. But yeah, like- and all they they could they could hear that. The orcs were just, like, literally outside their door. Yeah. I would imagine that it had they had they been able to film an actual reaction uh, from Eowyn, I feel like she would just go in for the hug instead of, like, the face touch. Because, Which is a much more intimate yeah, thing. Yeah, because, like, just hugging someone, you know... Just because you're happy they're alive. Like, yeah. like, like Aragorn and, um, and Haldir. Just like have have that, but like Aragorn's standing there, like the Haldir pose, and Eowyn's just so happy to be alive. Like, sure, I'll give you. A yeah, yeah. Well, I think he wouldn't be as slow as Haldir, but he would just be like, "Oh, oh, oh, we're hugging." Oh, now. we're okay. hugging now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're we're still at hugging. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> that is my butt. <laughs> oh, that's my butt, Eowyn. <laughs> it's a nice butt. That's- <laughs> Pat, pat. Um, it's comforting. I thought I was going to die. But you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the, I, I get the, it. This is pre like their conversation. Yeah. This is pre because they love you. Right. And then just, oh, that was awkward. Yeah. I'm going to go hide in a cave now. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> Maybe she felt a little bit better about being in the cave and not next to Aragorn after that. 
Maybe. But still, like... It's like, oh, I don't have to look at him right now. Even if, like, obviously they're still friends. But, like, I don't know about you, but, like, confessing feelings for somebody and then having them not reciprocated and then, like, agreeing to still be friends, like, that takes time. And it's still kind of awkward for, like, the first, I don't know, two weeks to six months, depending <laughs> on the person. Years, even. <laughs> right? So, I mean... 12 hours in a cave. I don't know. (laughs) 12 hours in a cave, isolated from that person, alone with your thoughts, paranoia, and potential fear of death. Yeah, no, that that does nothing to help. That that might reset your reaction back to before you blurted something like that out. I guess. I guess. Because you might just be more overcome that they're alive than you would be, like, normally. What? You can Because you're worried that you were going to die, too. I suppose. I mean, I could see a reason that this would be I would much rather okay have had shot. just the hug. Or or just like a shared glance and then like maybe a touch of awkwardness. No, 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 no. You gotta have the hug. They're friends. Friends hug each other. We literally just talked about this last Apparently week. Apparently they also, they filmed a Theoden reaction shot to the trees, but mm-hmm. then they didn't wind up using it. That's funny. Bernard Hill is like, I probably just looked so terribly confused that they decided not to use the shot. <laughs> just like, what? What's what am I supposed to be looking at? What's happening over here? There's trees, and what are they doing? Like, a literal forest. <laughs> Not soldiers with branches tied to their armor. <laughs> Thanks, Macbeth. Thanks, Macbeth. Burnham Wood will move. No, I guess pieces of it will, technically. <laughs> just the wood, I guess. Just the wood. Like, just literally wood from it's the forest. It's just a guy with a cart full of firewood. Yeah, it's just... Where have you been? Oh, I've been in Burnham Wood. He's just like, oh, he like draws his sword. <laughs> Kills the logger. Oh, no. Burns the cart of logs. Not this night. You will not have me yet, foul woodstuffs. Oh, my God. Foul timber. Foul. That's a, that was the word I was looking for. <laughs> what Another word for stuffs? wood. Foul timber. <laughs> just like. Hacking at a piece of wood with a longsword. Oh my god. Foul woodstuffs, huh? Yes. You you paper goods. <laughs> Stationary. <laughs> Where was this paper made? Oh my god, it's just Macbeth in a hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> just hacking at the shelves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, so, um, do we want to talk about Legolas and Gimli? Uh, I think we can save most of that for because tomorrow. Because the, the, I'm sad that this scene gets cut in half. We, we can talk about the, just the, the beginning of this is Legolas saying, final count, 42. Which? Is nonsense. He shot down an entire ladder full of orcs, presupposing that there's like a hundred to 115 or 20 orcs on that thing. Um, Plus the ones they fall on. You won, dude. You won with just that one shot. Like He's only counting ones he killed directly with his bow personally. But Gimli, Gimli's not even checking for, like, death. Like, <laughs> no, he's is, is this shoving like, guys off the wall. Is this, like, death and dismemberment? Like, are you, are you counting the ones that you're, like, putting out of their misery afterward? Like... <laughs> I do like the line here from Kimley. 
42. That's not bad. For a pointy-eared pointy elvish, elvish princeling. It's just like... I like the word princeling. Princeling. It's so, like... It's, it's, it's so respectful, demeaning, though. but also, like, completely condescending. Yeah. It's, like, dismissive of the title. Right. Princeling. <laughs> I, myself, am sitting pretty on 43. I like the pun. He's literally sitting on the dude. Yeah. And this is actually the first scene they ever shot with John Reese davies in makeup. Oh. Really? In the full prosthetic like this. That's what That's what our, our good friend Richard Taylor says in the commentary. Oh, but I trust Richard Taylor with my life. I don't know. I Because I thought the, the fellowship, um, that scene with the blue lighting on the treehouse... Um, was the makeup test for Gimli without the helmet. He's not wearing his helmet here. Yeah, there's some conflicting things in the commentary. Richard but, you know, Taylor. they filmed it over three years. Or, or over a year and a half. And, like, did all this pre- and post-production work. Right. On either end. So, confusing some details. That That's going to happen. But they talk about how... Th so, the Urukai that Gimli is sitting on mm -hmm. is actually uh, one of the makeup and prosthetic artists for the movie. Oh my god. Like, as an extra. And then behind Gimli, because the prosthetic kept falling off of him, is another one lying behind him in the scene so you can't see him. So that he can... He's holding on to... Apparently he's holding on to a little rope attached to the top of the prosthetic to keep it from wrinkling really badly on his forehead. There's a guy lying behind Gimli holding a rope, holding the prosthetic face up. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Which sounds absurd to me. So, wait. Okay, so John Rhys-Davies is squishing a poor makeup artist? Yeah. In this scene? Yeah. How big is that makeup artist? It's a big dude, clearly. Oh my god. And then he's he just... He should be in, like, volleyball And or then something. he was instructed to just try to twitch in time with what happens in the next moment. That's funny. There's just... An, there's an extra you can see, and then just a guy working on the movie you can't in the scene. Just movie lying magic. behind Gimli. That's so funny. I want I want that perspective shot of just like you move the camera around to see what's happening. <laughs> what's going on over here? Oh, there's the guy that totally doesn't belong in right? this space. It's just this guy in 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 um black, and then he's he's holding just, a tiny rope attached to this makeup. <laughs> like goes into the wig and disappears. It's just leave me alone. <laughs> hey Pete. <Just> waves. <laughs> We, we can talk a little bit more about some 42. of the stuff. 42. Why? 42. That's, that's, I call bullshit. That's, yeah, that, that's not accurate. There's no way. I don't even believe that Gimli only killed 43. Right? 21. <laughs> that was like six hours ago. You only killed 20 dudes in six hours? 22 more. Yeah. I know. It doesn't, it doesn't track for me. Like, those numbers should both be much larger. Yeah. Like, one, like, Gimli is pitching people off the wall. And counting them. And counting them. He's not he waiting until they hit the ground. Like, he's just like... Well, he's just like, go. oh, they're dead. They're also going to kill anyone they land on at the bottom of that wall. Also, like, how many dudes... Like, because that was before... before and then how many dudes did Gimli and Aragorn kill right, on the bridge? Right. There's Toss no way. Me. There's no way Aragorn killed all those guys. I mean, yeah, he's, like, crazy, but, like... Yeah, he's way better at killing people than Gimli is. But Gimli, like... Gimli is strong. 
Gimli should just be able to pick up an orc and huck him, like... Into a ladder, and then the ladder will, like, break, and then... Gimli is only limited in getting rid of the ladders by the length of his limbs, because he's a dwarf. You don't think he could just toss... I guess he could just push his, his axe out and just push the ladder over. No, I'm not even talking about that. Like, Gimli is so strong in this movie that if he, like, threw a guy into the ladder, the ladder would shatter. Yeah. Maybe. That's true. He could pick up the ladder with all the orcs standing on it. And just swing around, swing it around. Just pick up a ladder and swing it like a weapon. Yeah, like, because the, as you increase the size of a creature, if you double, it, so if you double the dimensions of an object in all three dimensions, mm-hmm. height, width, and depth, you have to multiply the weight of that object by roughly eight if you double its size. Okay. So, if a regular hyena weighs... Oh, we're on the wargs. <laughs> so, like, if a regular hyena weighs, like, I don't know, a real big boy probably weighs... Well, no, she'd be a real big girl. A real big girl weighs, I don't know, 100 pounds at least. And then you're more than doubling the size of this creature. So you're looking at a an 800 to 1200 pound animal. Well, okay, so I guess the males, the spotted hyenas in Africa weigh anywhere, like, the 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 males have a max of, like, 120, and the females have a max of, like, 140. So 140 times 8 is over a half a ton. Gimli is strong. Yeah. Let's say the Urukai weighs, like, 300, 300 pounds. pounds. Yeah. yeah. 300. Plus their armor. Right. So, like, yeah, like, 300 pounds. Um, holy heck, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, he's got a ton on him, and he's just holding it up. <laughs> do you even lift? Well, I guess I do. So, like, Gimli is strong. <laughs> he Maybe he can't pick up one of the ladders, but he can sure tip it over. So, do you think that, like, I don't know. This is a funny joke. Don't get me wrong. This is a funny joke. But, like, make it funnier? Question mark? Yeah, exaggerate more. Why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. It's like... 147. Because oh, that's not bad. Regardless of the number, Gimli's always going to go one more. Right. Because that's just who he is. Yeah. So Gimli is your shit poster friend on Facebook. <laughs> Gimli's a Sagittarius. I just realized this. Gimli's a Sagittarius. He's got to go oh, one step beyond. Oh. <laughs> Our listeners are going to be like, hey. <laughs> Dude, like, I... He's always gonna, he's always gonna one-up you. Literally. Like, just one-up. But, like, I don't know. Have Legolas say an outland- Because, le- how many orcs did he kill in, like, that two-second span? Like, He, he killed, like, 12 orcs in a second right. in the first movie. Right! 42? What? No. No. There More are- like 242. <laughs> More like over a thousand. Like, if he, if he has the arrows, until he runs out of arrows, he's just shooting guys. Yeah. Like he he fires. Plus, like, we see him with the the knives. He tips over the ladder. Also, he's got a he's got a Rohirrim sword at his waist when he walks into this scene. Where did he get that? Did he uh, just kill a dude for his sword? Like, it's like everyone else is wearing swords. I'm going to put one on too. Oh no! That's just it. It's just like everyone else has swords. I should put on a sword. I guess. I should look like I fit in. I don't fit in. <laughs> Yeah, because all the elves died. But we we can talk a little bit more about this tomorrow. Yeah. 42. I get that, like, 
it's a nice round number. It's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah. But, like, come on, man. And this scene isn't in the theatrical version of the movie. Right. They don't have this there. Right. Their banter. Their banter. Their competition. Twixt these lads. I don't, like... Boo. I, the, the, <laughs> boo. I, I like the... Well, I mean... How do you feel about Legolas's tenter- temper tantrum? Like, in this moment? Yeah. Because like, that's eh. technically in this minute. Well, Orlando Bloom says that he doesn't feel it's very elf-like. He never really felt like the competition felt very elf-like, given the scope of other elves in the story. Because, like, his friends are dying? No, just this competition thing. Like, I guess he feels like it would be beneath an elf to do this. What? But they're just people. They're they're just bros. They're just yeah, man, dude. Especially especially Legolas. Yeah, did you see him in those Hobbit movies? <laughs> party dad, come on. Yeah, dude. Thranduil is just constantly drunk, <laughs> stumbling around like a confused frat boy, sad that his wife um, is gone. I don't think that. Uh, if 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 Thranduil is stumbling at any point, like that is the most graceful stumble I've ever seen. Just like, I mean, I'm very exaggerated. No, I know, I know. Just like he's just a sad, drunk frat boy that grew up, married <laughs> the woman of his dreams, and now she's gone, and he doesn't know what to do. Oh my god! So he just takes it out on his one son. Uh no, Uncle Dad's here. Nope. But like, Thranduil is also a terrible father. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I agree with. I don't know if I agree with that Legolas wouldn't wouldn't do the com- the competition because the like, Merkwood elves are like all about fun. Like in the right. in the Hobbit, they are tricksters. Right. So yeah, I think he would. Elrond wouldn't. No. Arwen would with Aragorn. Yep. Because we see that. In fellowship, they have their weird like sneaking up and like pulling swords on each other game. Yeah, I don't know. I think in the movie, I feel like Aragorn has never won one, never once won that game. I think one of the things that I'm sad that didn't really translate to the movie from the books is that the books, like the elves, act like I guess the elves act a little bit like Fey in that like they are regal and. They know everything, but also they are, they enjoy having fun. Yeah. And they enjoy, like, joking. Yeah, because they trick Sam and Frodo at the beginning of the, they, 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 right? No, they, they just trick the hobbits in The Hobbit. They don't trick Sam and Frodo in the beginning. But, like, there's a fae like quality to the way they're described as they're leaving Middle Earth. Right. And, like, even, um, that, that extended bit in, um, Fellowship of the Ring where Bilbo is, um, like, doing, like, like, word games with the elves, and the elves keep mocking him, but he doesn't really understand. Oh, yeah, when he's telling them stories or whatever, and he's, like, yeah. using their own stories to, like, exaggerate other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just like, oh, the same way it would be entertaining if a sheep talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bilbo's just like, excuse me. <laughs> I'll fight you. I killed a dragon. <laughs> well, I helped. <laughs> well, I helped. I was there. <laughs> She's like, well, I helped. Well, I was there. I'll have you know I'm the best burglar in Middle-earth. Thank you very much. There is no better burglar. Meanwhile, there's an elf just, like, stealing his pocket watch. <laughs> like, <laughs> <It's> like, <"Whoop." laughs> 
But, like, in the movie, I guess... That'd be fairly anachronistic, but you know what? I can totally picture hobbits with pocket watches. Why wouldn't they have pocket watches? They don't have pocket watches. No one has clockwork stuff in Middle-earth. What? Okay, but, like... You never see a clock. Isn't in the the animated hobbit, like, doesn't he, uh, like, have a a pocket watch chain in his little vest? Am I making this up? I don't know. But you never see a clock. But I could totally see hobbits having pocket watches. It just seems to fit with their, like, somewhat upper middle class, like, rural British image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody has, like, a cuckoo clock? There's no clocks anywhere in these movies. Whoa. Because, like, there's the whole comment about Saruman having only a mind for gears and wheels. And if that's supposed to be framed as, like... Bad. Bad. Yeah. No one would have clocks. But they're so useful. And cool. It's a tiny clock in your pocket. Yeah? We we look at it. We watch it. It's a pocket watch. <laughs> but I guess in the context of the movie, it wouldn't really make sense for a generic elf to do this. But Legolas and Gimli have been hanging out for, like, what? I don't even know how long because the timeline, but, like... Six months? <laughs> two months? It's... They a just... week? And there's, like, a camaraderie that comes from battle yeah and traveling on the road so i myself am sitting pretty on 43 yeah he just just likes to stretch out that last count it's so good (laughs) the sentence (laughs) i just i love that gimli is just legolas is clearly just like walking around surveying the aftermath of the battle taking stock no he's looking for gimli he's just like oh hey and gimli has decided to just sit down and smoke a pipe and just like ah I'm done with this. Well, that's why he gets along so well with Merry and Pippin. She's like, oh, the battle is over? Sweet. Time to relax. Yeah. I need to find a good seat. You'll do. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, dead Urukai number 43. Ugh. Man. Anyway. So, we'll talk more about this tomorrow. We're from the website DuelingGenre.com. Check us out there. And if you are interested in supporting us, if you haven't already, check out our Patreon at DuelingGenre.com slash support. And uh, we will thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, special thanks, as always, to our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. I hope everyone has a good Monday. And we'll be back tomorrow to talk more about Legolas and Gimli. Yep. Bye. Bye.